welcome to SAM60. Let me first of all congratulate you for embarking on the journey with me to study and learn from the book of Psalms. Today marks the 60th Psalm, which means we have been in this book for past two months. And believe me, this has been an incredible journey of learning and growing in the Lord. So thank you for your commitment and dedication in reading and studying God's word. And my prayer is that at the end of every psalm, we are found on our knees in deeper trust and relationship with the Lord whom we love so much. So may God our Father, Jesus the Son and God the Holy Spirit bless you much. Now if you look at the heading of this psalm for today, that is Psalm 60, it says a mid-time of David. Now a mid-time, as we said earlier, is a special psalm or a golden psalm of David. So Psalm 60 here is also a midterm, a special psalm intended for teaching and instructing the present and the future generations, especially about relying upon God and nothing else in conflict. Now this psalm has a context too. The context is found in 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles where Israel has had a remarkable victory against three kingdoms. Mesopotamia and Syria seem to have attacked the Israelites from the north and the Edomites, the unfriendly neighbors, had attacked them from the south. But what is not mentioned in the book of 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles is the setback that is talked about in the Sam, the setback that is lamented about in the Sam. That means although David and the armies of Israel fought against foreign armies, they also seem to have experienced some measure of a defeat. They also seem to be confused and baffled at this sudden attack from the south. Now David knew that when the Lord fought for Israel, victory was assured for sure. If there was a defeat, it was likely because of God's displeasure. And therefore David appeals to God and he says from verse 1 to 3, O God, why have you cast us off? You have broken us down and you have been displeased. So restore us again, O God. You have made the earth tremble and you have broken it. Heal its breaches for it is shaking. Now David feels as if the whole earth shook at the defeat of God's people. Yet the God who could shake the earth could also heal its breaches. And therefore he prays to God and he says, Restore us again, O God, for you have made the earth tremble. You have broken it. Now please heal its breaches for it is shaking. In verse 3 he says, You have shown your people hard things and you have made us drink the wine of confusion. Yes, Israel's defeat was hard to understand, hard to comprehend and it was truly baffling and confusing for David. Now can you imagine leading the armies of Israel against two enemies in the north when a third enemy out of the blue attacks from the south? It is like when you get one problem solved, another one comes along. And it seems that God had abandoned his people and that the end was near for David. But here is the amazing thing about David. Under pressure, under confusion, he still trusts in the goodness of God and hopes of his deliverance. In fact, a very difficult thing to do, I must say. Hope in God is the most difficult, especially when things seem to be going haywire, especially when things are going to be out of control as against how we imagined it to be going. But David does not run away when pressure mounts on him or when things seem to be going out of control or when defeat was imminent. But he lifts God's banner of truth and he listens to God's word of assurance. Look at from verses 4 to 8. He says, You have given a banner to those who fear you that it may be displayed because of the truth, that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and hear me, O God. 
What David is saying is, yes, I may feel as if God has broken us and abandoned us, but we will still not stop flying the banner of our allegiance to our God. We will continue to trust in the goodness of God no matter what. Notice he says that your beloved may be delivered. In fact, the name David means beloved. And today as New Testament believers, we know this, that in Ephesians 1 and 6, it says that in Jesus and through Jesus, each of us have become the beloved ones of God. So remember, just as David faced his enemies, not just from the north, but also from the south, and while the battle seemed too overwhelming and unconquerable, May I say, we too will feel battles from all angles of life come at us. At times too overwhelming, at times very confusing, at times doubting God and His intentions, and at times wanting to run as well. But at this times of life's battles, also remember, God's banner of love is over us. You and I are His beloved, bought by the precious blood of Jesus. From verse 6 onwards, God assures David that he was in control of the nations. So David and Job stepped out in faith and they won the battle. And the Bible says Joab killed 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. So may I say, if we want to win our battles, we have to believe that God loves us. We have to believe that we are His beloved. We have to believe that God does nothing to harm us. Yes, his disciplining may seem harsh at times, but even that is for our good. So remember, even when you feel broken, you are still loved by God and his banner of love flies over your life. David and Joab stepped out in faith and they won the battle. And my prayer is that each one of us will step out in faith and win the battles that await us, that confuse us, that baffle us and that perplex us. And may we win it for the glory of God. But remember, to win the battle, the first prerequisite is this, that we believe that God loves us. We believe that God does nothing to harm us. We believe that God is over us and His banner of love flies over us. Shall we pray? Lord Heavenly Father, I cannot thank you enough that you have placed a banner over me and that is love. That your Lord are my banner. You go before me and prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That you, O Lord, anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. That goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen.